Hey guys, how's it going today? Today we're going to take a look at the making of Star Wars Return of the Jedi Chapter 3, Story Conference Summary. And in this video, we're going to talk about how Obi-Wan is more powerful than the Emperor. Alright, let's get to it. So did you ever wonder why Darth Vader's motivations seemed to shift between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi? In Empire, he wanted to turn Luke to the dark side, so together they could take on the Emperor. But by return, he was more than willing to turn his son over to his master. So, what changed? And what do I mean about Obi-Wan being more powerful than the Emperor? Well, we might get some answers in this transcript that I've been going through. Where Lucas and his director, writer, and producer are crafting Episode 6 together. Lawrence Kasdan says, what is it that Vader wants? And George Lucas responds, Vader's plot is to convert Luke to the dark side, make him an ally, and then topple the Emperor. At this point, he and the Emperor want to turn Luke to the dark side. I don't think Vader would care whether he turned Luke to the dark side or if the Emperor turned him, because he feels that once Luke is turned, he can use him for his ally. The Emperor and Vader are in total agreement about what's going to happen. They both want to get a hold of Luke. They both want him converted to the dark side. The Emperor to replace Vader, and Vader to replace the Emperor. They are perfect bad guys. Kazanjian says, Wouldn't Vader want to get to Luke before the Emperor, for that reason you just stated? before the Emperor can get to Luke and throw Vader out? Lucas says, let's say that Luke goes to the Emperor and pretends to become part of the dark side. Another way to get around this is to imply that Ben can cloud the mind of the Emperor. The thing I like about that is it makes true what Ben said before sacrificing himself when he says, I will become even more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The way he becomes even more powerful is that he becomes a part of the Force. In that way, he's able to short-circuit just enough of their visions so they don't quite know what is going on as much as they normally would. Marquand says, they think that they do. Lucas says, and that's more powerful. He could distort the future. You have to really lay down the rules. That's a rule that I laid down early on. The Emperor doesn't have Jedi powers, does he? Well, he is like Yoda. Yoda isn't a Jedi. The Emperor isn't a Jedi. Yoda has mystical powers, and it's the same thing with the Emperor. He's like the Grand Priest, but he's not chief of the tribe. Jedi aren't the chiefs. They are the warriors who go out and fight with their swords. The Emperor and Yoda are the priests who are the spiritual chiefs. They have powers that are much stronger. I don't like the idea of Vader saying to Luke, come on over to our side. Let's forget what Vader is really trying to do, kill the Emperor. That's what Vader said at the end of Empire. I know, but I don't think at this point we should bring up that this plot is to get rid of the Emperor. It's going to foretell in an oblique way that he's going to kill the Emperor. The way to do it here is to make Vader evil and terrible and turn his son in, and they go before the Emperor and they have a fight. You're willing now to drop Vader's explicit plan? It's there implicitly. It doesn't have to be an explicit plan. It has to be what is operating in the character's head. What is operating in Vader's head when he brings Luke to the Emperor? What is operating in his head is, the Emperor will turn Luke to the dark side because I can't do it, because I am not strong enough. He will turn Luke and then I will be able to. Join with Luke and destroy the Emperor. Join with Luke and eventually turn him to destroy the Emperor. Once he is on the dark side, then it will be easy. Then we are a team. Then we are father and son. But it is never spoken. Vader doesn't realize that the Emperor wants to replace him. Does he now know about the sister? Who? The Emperor? No. Well, the trouble is, if you bring it up there, then you deal with Vader not knowing. So, did Lucas answer the question to your satisfaction of why Vader wouldn't try to get to Luke first? At one point, Lucas says that both Vader and the Emperor want Luke to help defeat each other, but then later he says Vader doesn't realize that his master wants Luke to replace him. So, that's a bit contradictory. Do you agree with George that if Vader was still open to Luke about wanting to kill the Emperor, 
that it would give away his sacrifice at the end, and would Vader think he is not powerful enough to turn his son? I mean, if anyone could, it would be Vader. For the same reason it could only be Luke that was capable of turning him back to the light, they're bound as father and son. If the Emperor had turned Luke, would the younger Skywalker have turned on his dad or on the Emperor? If he hadn't held back after he defeated Vader and instead had given in to his anger, Luke would have killed Vader and become the Emperor's new apprentice, a danger Vader must have been aware of. So, for me at least, I don't think George Lucas quite answered the question in full detail, but it is interesting about how Obi-Wan was having become so powerful that he could blind the Emperor's vision. I mean, that's like next level, and I, I don't think we ever thought Obi-Wan could have been on that level. George kind of used the concept in the prequels, except it was the rise of the dark side that clouded the Jedi's vision. Now next, I'm going to make a video about Yoda not being a Jedi, and how he didn't think that he was, but it's interesting to see how the Emperor was supposed to be similar to Yoda in that regard both more priest-like figures and reflections of each other, not warriors, which explains why the Emperor referred to Luke's lightsaber as a Jedi weapon. But that changed with the prequels, of course. Now, Sidious used a lightsaber just to make fun of the Jedi, and this is from Legends. He didn't actually care, but he mastered it so well that he mastered all seven forms of lightsaber combat. Think about it. He's that much of a troll. He just mastered it so that he could make fun of them. Both he and Yoda knew how to wield a lightsaber. So what do you guys think? Would you have preferred if Vader's motives were more in tune with what we got in Empire? Do you think it would have been cool if Obi-Wan had clouded the Emperor's mind, making him just as or maybe more powerful now than the Emperor if he can meddle with his mind? And should Yoda and the Emperor never have used a lightsaber? I think they should always use lightsabers because lightsabers are just the coolest thing. Alright guys, hope you enjoyed this one. I'll cover more from this type of book and the Empire Strikes Back one as well as the New Hope and Attack of the Clones and The Phantom Menace because I've covered Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. See you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. Now, fulfill your destiny.